Buckle your seatbelts, everyone. It's the podcast you have been waiting for. Today, I'm going to be sharing my Instagram strategy for 2022. I am laying it all out there. We're going to be chatting about the algorithm, the best post formats, mental health, and we will be chatting about both my personal brand and my business, Creatorly Media, and how I plan to balance them both this year. Two totally different strategies, both of them exposed. Let's do this. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Welcome back to the Creator Club podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you all had a lovely holiday break. As you may have noticed, we uh, didn't post an episode last week, and that is because Creatorly Media was on our first ever holiday break. That's right. In past years, I've never actually been able to fully shut down over the holidays. I used to have this mentality of social media never sleeps. I always have to keep working. Um, And so I feel really happy that my team and I were able to plan ahead and take some intentional time off. So we're back and we're feeling energized, ready to dive into the new year. Of course, you know, before we start the show, I have to say a big thank you to our reviewer of the week. This week's review comes from Erica and Erica has titled her review so helpful and she writes, in a world where there's so much gatekeeping and people who don't even know how to navigate the internet, Katie is the best resource for up and coming creators. I just discovered her podcast, which led me to the rest of her brand and this girl gets results. I'm a micro-influencer on TikTok, and this podcast has inspired me to whip all of my socials into shape. She's warm, inviting, and gives so much useful info that the world truly does not deserve. Thank you. From at Erica Spondike on TikTok and Instagram. Thank you so much, Erica, for that lovely, lovely review. Like That has just started off my new year on the best note. I really appreciate that. If you listening... I like the show and have you know listened to a previous episode you appreciate what I'm sharing here it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review um, because it really does help the podcast to grow and I am really excited about where Creator Club is going to go in the new year I feel like I could do a whole episode talking about my plans and ideas but suffice it to say for now I'm definitely going to continue with these weekly workshop style episodes just you and me chatting about the latest and greatest strategies and updates on social media. Um, But I also am thinking about incorporating a few expert interviews. I know 
the intro mentions that I do that. If you're a long-time listener, you'll know that it's been a hot minute since we've had somebody on the show, but I've got a couple guests in the works that I think are going to be really awesome and share a lot of really helpful info for y'all. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't already, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts, tap that little subscribe button so that you don't miss all the episodes coming this new year. Okay, okay, with all of that housekeeping stuff out of the way, let's get into what I know you pressed play on this episode for, and that is my Instagram strategy for 2022. So if we're going to talk about my strategy, we need to start by talking about the Instagram algorithm, because that, of course, is the great wind in the sails of all of our strategies, right? It's going to guide how we create content. So when we're talking about the Instagram algorithm, my first question is, you know, lots of people like to talk about the algorithm's changing. What's the Instagram algorithm going to be like in 2022? Well, first we need to ask, which one? There are multiple different algorithms doing their thing on the Instagram app. Did you know that? Yeah, there's not just a single Instagram algorithm. There's different algorithms for all of the different surfaces of Instagram. So whether we're talking about reels, the feed, stories, etc., However, there are different algorithms, like I was saying, but they all have one goal. They're united in their singular aim, and that goal is to deliver the content that it believes we want to see. So it wants to give content to users that will keep them on the app. This topic could be a full podcast on its own, but today... I'm just going to break it down into two main points. Here are the two things that you need to know about the Instagram algorithm in 2022. In any year, really, this is the guidance behind the sometimes mysterious Instagram algorithm. Number one, what is Instagram's number one goal? Well, it is to keep people on their platform. So no matter what post formats they launch or what changes are made, the goal is never changes. The goal is always to keep users on their app for as long as possible so that they can show us ads, which is how they make money. So as a creator, if you want to use the algorithm to your advantage, your goal needs to be the same. If you base your entire strategy around keeping people on the platform, you're going to please the algorithm. This is something that comes up a lot, especially for creators that are across multiple platforms. I see a lot of creators out there spending a lot of time on Instagram, trying to get people to watch their YouTube videos or listen to their podcasts. And while that is an honorable goal, it isn't that helpful for your Instagram strategy because you don't want to be the reason people are leaving the app because that all around is a negative sign to Instagram because they ultimately don't know if someone's leaving to go open their podcast app or if someone's leaving to go open up TikTok like their main competitor. So you want to just make sure that your content is interesting and engaging enough that it keeps people scrolling. Okay, so the number two thing that you need to know about the Instagram algorithm now and anytime is that while Instagram is always changing and so the algorithm is going to grow and develop with the platform. Every time Instagram launches a new posting format, like they did with Reels in 2020, or when they recently recommended only using three to five hashtags on a post, things changed and were adapted. We learned about the new features or suggestions and then how we can incorporate them into our strategy. This is how it's always going to be. Things are always going to be changing. 
And these things happen when there are new features released or new recommendations released from Instagram. I'm just going to give you a little insight. There's going to be a lot of people that are talking about the 2022 Instagram algorithm. And it's not like it turns over every year on January 1st. These things are in constant development and evolution. And so you kind of need to slowly adapt and change as changes come to the platform, not just at the beginning of a new year. Okay, so that's a little bit of an overview of what the Instagram algorithm really is. The main thing that you need to know is it's not out to get you. Really, it's out to keep people on the app. And so if you can kind of join them in their journey of giving people good content, keeping them engaged and making them want to come to Instagram, then you're going to see success. And you also need to make sure that you continue to grow and evolve with the changes on the platform, whether it be reels, you know, new story features, whatever. So with that being said, let's talk about my personal strategy and the strategies for my business. One of the big themes that I'm seeing in my Instagram strategy going into the new year is finding a balance between my personal brand and my business creatorly media. I have been doing a lot of thinking about this, especially over the holiday break, because, you know, time away from the busyness of of everyday admin work has me kind of brainstorming about the bigger picture. And I probably could make a whole episode if y'all are interested, hit me up on Instagram and let me know if this intrigues you of balancing two different brands and how they sort of have a, a harmony there. I would say like they work together well to a similar mission or like value or purpose. However, they reach different audiences and they do different things. And that's something that I feel like I finally sort of realized coming into this year. And so I've got plans of how I'm going to balance that. So bringing it back to Instagram strategy, one of my main focuses going into 2022 is finding the right balance between these two brands, my personal brand, Katie Steckley, and my business brand, Creatorly Media. In 2021, I split my business in half and created a separate entity for my social media marketing agency, Creatorly. And part of this was because, you know, it's not just me. And I felt like it was sort of weird and disingenuous to have like services provided quote unquote, by me, but they were really by other people. And realistically, in order to keep scaling, clients were going to have to meet my team and know them. And it just made more sense to really present it as a team when it comes to these like sort of group services that we're offering. So let's talk about my personal brand versus creatorly and overall what their sort of vibes are. So then you can kind of get a sense of how that's going to be reflected on Instagram. So with my personal brand, I'm still going to be talking about Instagram and social media marketing, but it's going to be a little bit more in-depth strategy and experimentation. I don't want to just do surface level stuff. You'll see if you go to my YouTube channel, which is my biggest platform, a lot of the stuff that's performed really well for me there has been like pretty basic tutorials. Like my top five videos are things like how to add text to TikTok, how to trim a TikTok after if it's been posted, Instagram hacks, like, and that's fine. That's obviously been very successful for me. But what I find the most joy in is actually sitting down and like doing an experiment and saying like, this is my strategy for the month. Let's see how this pans out. Or like some people theorize that X or Y will increase your engagement. I want to try it and see if it really works. That kind of more in-depth stuff that's not just like a really basic tutorial. So that's kind of what I'm more passionate about and what I want to be able to point my personal brand more towards going forward. I also want to talk about the other facets of being an online creator and an entrepreneur, which might include posts about securing brand deals, dealing with burnout, insecurities, and more. 
My personal Instagram will also be a place where I am just me. You know, I love to share about my weird obsession with Outlander, the coffee that I make for myself every afternoon, that kind of thing. I just want to be a place where I can share a little bit more about myself and my thoughts so that my community can continue to get to know me as a person. It is a personal brand. So I don't want it to feel like overly stiff and professional, which I think sometimes in the past it has. And yeah, I just want to make room for all of the weirdness that is me, whether it's about coffee, sustainable fashion, body confidence, or outlander. So that's a little bit about my personal brand and how I think this is going to manifest in my strategy on Instagram is y'all know I'm continuing with the reels. I'm going to be posting carousels and I really want to get more in depth with my stories, like make sure that I'm on there consistently and really just focus on that community building. Another main focus for my own personal Instagram strategy in 2022 is really going back to my creative roots. So if you've been following me for a long time, which TBH, I wouldn't expect you to because it's a long time ago, back in like 2018, 2019, my main focus as an entrepreneur was actually being a freelance videographer and photographer. So I mostly did video, but I would also go and do like event photography. Uh, I would film you know, brand videos for like local companies, that kind of thing. And I really got a lot of joy in learning about camera gear, learning about composition, learning about, you know, all these kinds of like technical aspects of, of creating imagery and visuals. And I still love that. Like I still watch a lot of YouTube channels that are like camera reviews and I just love that kind of thing. And I sort of remembered recently just how much I enjoy it because I sort of revisited some of those old YouTube channels. I recently just bought a new camera lens and in doing the research for that, I was like, oh yeah, like I love this stuff. So part of my goal for Instagram, um, for my personal brand in 2022 is really revisiting those creative roots and trying to improve my photography skills again. I really want to become like a really good self-portrait photographer. I've done a lot of, um, you know, advanced selfies or self-portraits, whatever you want to call them for my Instagram page in the past, because, you know, being at home, I find it just like fastest to, you know, set up my camera real quick and I use um, a remote shutter and that sort of thing. But I want to get even more creative with it and try to do some really like cool editorial visuals. So I guess if I would describe my overall Instagram strategy for my personal brand in just a few words, and we'll get more in depth with some of this stuff later on in the episode, but it would be focusing a lot on reels, providing entertaining and relatable content through reels, and then focusing on really high quality editorial and creative visuals for my Instagram feed. So when I do post in the feed and it's not a video, I want it to be like a really cool picture. I don't want it just to be a throwaway graphic or iPhone photo or whatever. And three, I want to be really present on stories and engage with my community on a regular basis. So I want to be in the DMs, chatting with people. I want to do lots of polls and questions, and I want to keep it really fun and interactive so that people look forward to seeing my stories when they log into Instagram. So that's sort of a summary of what my personal brand is doing and how that's going to reflect in my strategy in a general way. Next, let's talk about my business, Creatorly Media. And also, by the way, I hope in this episode through being able to share with you both about my personal brand and my business brand. I hope that that means it can be more applicable to all of you. So whether you're listening and you have a personal brand or maybe you just have a business brand, hopefully you can find insights from either of these. That's something that I really like actually about um, my new um, branding for Creatorly Media is it allows me more depth of experience to be able to share with all y'all. 
So let's talk about Creatorly. So our focus on Instagram for Creatorly Media will be providing tips and inspiration to content creators. These topics might include Instagram, YouTube, podcast tips and strategy, and everything you need to know to run a content creator business on these platforms. I'm going to chat more about our plans with Creatorly Media throughout this whole podcast episode. We're going to get in depth, but to sort of summarize it, we've seen a lot of success with our strategy on Instagram in 2021, so I really want to keep the same formats. I just want to continue to refine our brand a little bit because as I've been doing my brainstorming over the holidays, the realization that I've really come to is that the Katie Steckley brand, my personal brand, that's sort of what I would call our like consumer level brand. That's for people who are just independent, aspiring creators just getting started they kind of want to DIY it they're looking for resources education so they can learn to do things themselves people who come to creatorly media I would label that more as like our enterprise level brand so this is like businesses established creators who just need support with their content creation so they're looking for an editor for their YouTube videos they're looking for a podcast editor or producer they're looking for a YouTube channel manager that kind of thing we can provide through creatorly. So obviously it's higher price point because these are more in-depth services, all that sort of thing. So I feel like our formats have been really, really successful at helping us grow. It's just a matter of refining our message and our subject matter to be a little bit more geared towards that like enterprise level customer. So our formats that we have been doing that have been performing really well include memes. So we like to have like a little gif with some kind of like caption or something that's relatable. We do a lot of reels like resharing TikToks from other accounts, obviously giving them credit, sort of like community content curation, that sort of idea. And we really want to continue with that pattern of content also sprinkling in you know, carousels here and there of news and updates and strategy, that sort of thing. Uh, Just refining that target audience a little bit. So with that summary in place, this really leads me into the next major point in my 2022 strategy, which is making myself and my mental health the most important part of my strategy. And I hope that you will apply that for yourself as well. Let me tell you a little bit of a story about why this is so important. In June of 2021, I posted a video on my YouTube channel letting my community know that things were going to be changing. I decided to take my personal brand in a new direction and I quickly made a very hard pivot away from the content that I had been making for the last few years on both YouTube and Instagram. And I was like, I'm done. I'm just going to be a lifestyle creator now. I want to be a vlogger. That's what I like to watch. That's what I think I need to do. You know, I'm done with this like strategy and tips stuff. I really hit a breaking point and I'm going to be honest with you. I was pretty miserable. Like I was very sad. I was going through a huge loss of motivation and just feeling like honestly, just like shit. Like it was a really hard time. And, um, I was like living my life and doing all this cool stuff and, you know, traveling in the van and all this stuff in the summer. But I would just have like random breakdowns because I was so overwhelmed about what I was supposed to do with my business. So because of this, I started making content similar to creators that I've been admiring for a long time that from the outside, I really thought they had their lives together. And I thought that if I started acting more like them, maybe I'd be happy like they seemed happy. I I really thought that this was going to be the solution to my overwhelm, to my burnout, which I didn't even really realize it was burnout at the time. Uh, But then, you know, I realized it didn't like a couple months of pursuing that and 
it just didn't, it didn't make me happier. So a few months into this, I realized that what I really needed was a break. I didn't need to completely change directions. I realized this because I was sitting there thinking about what video I wanted to make next. And I had an idea for a video about Instagram strategy. And I thought, Katie, you can't make a video like that. You literally just told everyone that you're done with that, that you're going full lifestyle content creator. And I realized, but I really think this video topic about Instagram would be fun to make. And I think it'd be satisfying to create it. And that's when I really realized doing this big pivot that I thought I had to do is not actually what I needed. I needed to just take a break and slow down and stop putting so much pressure on myself. The entire experience really taught me that I am the most important part of my Instagram strategy. If I need a break, I'm going to take a break. Instagram will be there tomorrow and Instagram can wait if my mental health needs some breathing room and I need some self-care and some time away. Because really as a content creator, you are your biggest asset for your strategy. And maybe that sounds obvious, but somehow that didn't click with me. I always just thought that I was like this inexhaustible resource and I could just push myself further and further. And what I really needed was you know, better tips on how to grow or maybe just a slightly different approach or changing niche or whatever. And no, what, what you need as a content creator is to be somebody that is well-rested and creative and not completely run off your feet. And that is what's going to help you make the best content possible. And that's going to be the way that you're going to grow. So now that we've talked a little bit about the algorithm and mental health and how both of those things individually play into your strategies, let's start diving into how I'll be using the platform in 2022. The first thing that is going to be a major focus that I would suggest you do as well is using insights to better understand your audience. If you've been following me for a while, then you know that my main focus has always been and will continue to be building relationships with my community. That is always number one. But part of that is making sure that I'm posting what you enjoy the most. The best way to figure that out is by asking, of course. You can literally just ask your audience via Instagram stories and whatever. But there's also a easier, more subtle way that you can do that. That doesn't require you to bug your viewers every single day. And that is by digging deep into your insights. Instagram analytics help you to better understand who your audience is, when they are most active, and what type of content they engage with the most. As I post new content throughout the year, I'm definitely going to keep track of the performance and make sure that I'm creating content that my audience wants and needs. Going into the new year, if you are looking for a little bit of a hint as to what might perform the best for you, then I recommend going into your Instagram insights. And if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see a heading that's called content you posted. You want to tap on that. And from there, you'll see all of your feed content. Normally it defaults to the past year and then reach as the metric that it's measuring by. If it doesn't, I would recommend switching over to that because what that's going to allow you to do is see the content of yours that got the most reach in all of 2021. And I would recommend scrolling through those top nine posts and really asking yourself, what about this really drew my audience in? Like what made this my most interesting post that so many people wanted to see? And you can also measure this by engagement. You'll probably notice that they'll be pretty similar because posts that get a ton of reach tend to get also a lot of engagement and vice versa. 
So just really scroll through and see like what is performing best for you historically and that will give you a really good starting off point to figure out what you might want to create first. This episode of Creator Club is brought to you by Creatorly's Instagram audits. If you're a content creator who's been hustling on Instagram and not seeing the results you're looking for, then my friend, this is for you. Our Instagram audit is your opportunity to get a set of expert eyes on your profile and to hear our feedback on what you're doing well and how you can improve. We'll send you a fully customized report card full of actionable advice that you can implement ASAP to start seeing results. Here's what one of our awesome clients, Innes, from the account of Baudery, had to say about her audit. Yesterday, I put up a piece of shareable content like you suggested in my Instagram audit. I was so nervous because it felt out of my comfort zone and not what people would want to see. Well, I woke up this morning and it had been shared dozens of times and has nearly three times as many likes as my next best post. In only 12 hours. I'm blown away. Thanks so much. I'm so glad to hear that our advice worked out so well for Innes, and I'm sure it will be just as helpful for you. So to go grab your Instagram audit, head over to creatorlymedia.com slash audit today. The next main focus of an ideal Instagram strategy for 2022 and what I'm definitely going to be focusing on is experimentation and investigation. You want to become like the Nancy Drew of Instagram. Get out your little magnifying glass and really look into what is working and what's working for your audience like we did in our insights, but also what's working for other people. Going into 2022, I want to keep up with the trends and updates on the platform and really play around with different ways of implementing and experimenting with them so I can find the best methods to share with you. So I really think that using all of the different features available on Instagram is one of the key ways that you're going to see growth. A lot of people sort of fall into only ever using feed posts or only ever posting on stories. And I think that in order to see the best results, having a really well-rounded approach and especially using new features that Instagram has recently introduced is important. Instagram is releasing new features all the time. Recently, they released a feature that we're all pretty familiar with, the ability to add a user comment to a video in Reels. So if you've seen TikTok at all, then you definitely know that this is a common feature there, but this is something that they're experimenting with, with Reels. So if a user comments on a reel that you've posted by tapping the reply button, you can now take that comment and basically add it as a sticker to a new reel so that you can answer their question. You can move around the sticker on the video, change its color, all that great stuff, but it's a really great way to interact further with your community. That's just one example of like a pretty recent feature that was added in the last few weeks, but I just personally made a reel today where I answered somebody's question with that like comment sticker feature. And in general, I think it's just good practice to like try out that new stuff because Instagram is adding it for a reason and they're adding it because they know it'll likely be a really good engagement driver. So you can use that little hint from Instagram. Like when they add a new feature, it's because they think people are going to like it. So chances are your audience will like it and it'll help you get more engagement with that content. So I would really recommend 
embracing that Nancy Drew energy, doing some investigation, keeping your eye on the news, keeping your eye on the creators page on Instagram, following Adam Mossery on Instagram, because he's always making videos of announcements of new features and stuff like that on the platform. And that is going to help you stay on top of trends and use these new features to your advantage. The next thing that is probably a big change from 2021, but something that I'm going to definitely be embracing going into 2022 is using little to no hashtags. Does that surprise you? Does that like throw you for a bit of a loop? It might. Recently, Instagram provided some information regarding their tips for using hashtags. And we were a little surprised by some of the details they shared. They recommended only using three to five hashtags per post. And they encouraged us not to use 10 to 20 hashtags or more, claiming it would not help get your post additional distribution crazy, right? A lot of us have been used to trying to like game the algorithm by using like 30 hashtags in order to get as much reach as possible. And Instagram is basically like, y'all, you can stop doing that. As content creators, we are being pulled in a thousand directions. And if there is an area in my content creation process where I can save myself some time because the platform is literally telling me it will not help, then I'm going to take that. If Instagram is telling me to stop using 10 to 20 hashtags, I'm going to listen, y'all. We actually did a test for one of our clients. Some of the posts we use 10 to 30 hashtags, like the traditional kind of approach to hashtags. And on others, we use three to five. The posts with more hashtags did not get more impressions, likes, comments, or engagements on the whole. The time spent trying to find 20 relevant hashtags did not improve the performance of the post. And that's something that is definitely going to be applied to my personal strategy and over on Creatorly because I think that trying to come up with 30 applicable hashtags in 2022 has really just become a bit of a make-work project. On both my personal Instagram and the Creatorly Media Instagram, we have been using honestly zero to five hashtags most of the time, none at all. So if I think of a hashtag or two that really makes sense for the video or feed post that I'm posting, I'll use it. But if not, just post it. Rely on the content itself being good um, to be, you know, make sure that it's distributed well. If you go check out our creatorly Instagram page, you'll see we rarely ever use hashtags. And yet our follower count is growing daily. The creatorly media page was launched back in June of 2021. And in six months, we were able to gain 3000 followers. And I think that's really good growth. Like I'm very, very impressed by that growth. And it's mostly because of our resharing reels and our shareable memes. Hashtags really are not everything. So I'm no longer going to be giving them so much time. The next big component of Instagram strategy for 2022 that we need to talk about is stories. I have always considered stories one of the most important parts of my Instagram strategy on my personal brand. And though I'm not always consistent, I'll admit it, I've been making a huge effort the last couple of months to be present in my stories each and every morning, Monday to Friday. Something that I noticed towards the end of 2021 is that posting a photo with text and a poll sticker first thing in the morning really increased my story views. And I was worried that doing kind of the same thing day in and day out would get boring. But as it turns out, that consistency actually really helped increase my reach. It's easy to absorb in the morning for your audience, and it allows them a simple way to interact with your story. It also shows Instagram that people are interacting with you, which means they're more likely to show your story to more folks in your audience. So that's why it's really important to kind of start off right away with something that brings people in. It's not too overwhelming, and they're likely to engage with it. 
I'm going to continue to take weekends off from my stories unless I have something exciting that I want to share about. As I mentioned earlier, breaks and focusing on yourself are also very important. So having the weekends without pressure to post is crucial. Maybe it's different days of the week for you. It's going to depend on everybody's audience. But for me, Saturday and Sunday is when I take my break. Taking breaks can actually sometimes boost your story views as well. If you take a couple days off and then post again, you might notice an influx of views. Going into 2022, hopefully this will continue. We'll have to see how our stories continue to perform and um, I'll report back on how my strategy shifts and changes throughout the year. With the Creatorly Media page though, as mentioned in our last podcast episode, we would like to be even more present in our stories. Currently, we have pre-created stories that go live each day around 9 a.m., but I really think that adding one or two more stories each day would be a great way to connect with our audience. This might be sharing our posts from that day, sharing a post from another creator, maybe from one of our followers, or making a quick story about a new update that we learned about that day. Instagram stories are a great way to build your relationship with your current audience, so it's definitely something you should consider adding to your strategy this year if you don't already have it. In terms of feed content, this year I'm definitely going to be jumping on the minimalist trend, but for Instagram. We all remember when infographics on Instagram absolutely blew up in 2020. Since then, in my opinion, the performance of graphics has kind of leveled out and is now falling behind the more popular video features like Reels. Because of this and my personal branding preferences, to be honest, I'm switching to a more simple minimalist style of carousel graphics and I'm using them sparingly, only when I know that a carousel graphic is definitely the best way to communicate that info. The goal with these graphics is to keep things neutral, clean, and make the focus providing value and not on adding a bunch of extra unnecessary design elements just for the sake of quote unquote branding. I'm also going to be putting more focus into photos and videos. When you're a personal page, I believe adding your face to your feed is key. When you go to my Instagram page, it's, it's pretty much all my face. It's not a lot of graphics, which is how I feel it should be with a personal brand. I think that that is generally the most effective, but it really does depend on your audience. Like if you're a personal brand and you're like, no, Katie, like these graphics do the best for me. That's cool. That Then keep it up. You know, that's just for me personally, the photography is what I really want to focus on because, you know, it's worked well for me in the past and it's the kind of content I like to consume. Now with the Creatorly Media Instagram, we're using a completely different strategy. So again, we're focusing on the balance between what a personal brand would do, what a business brand would do, right? So for the business brand, we're posting a mixture of memes, tweet graphics, and TikTok reshares as reels. Though going into 2022, we're gonna be adding reels created by the team as well, giving our page a personal touch and posting carousel graphics when we need to to update folks on changes, current trends, and social media news. My personal approach that I think I'm gonna be taking a lot, especially when it comes to like, say there's a new feature on Instagram or something like that, I'm gonna create a carousel graphic where it's like very neutral and minimalist, like I was saying, so that I can post it both on my own feed and also on the creatorly feed. So a lot of those like really high value shareable ones, I'm gonna make it as a collab post between me and the business brand because that's really where the two different brands kind of overlap is in that like social media news area. And I also think it'll just help those posts to get more reach, which is kind of the goal is like letting people know about like this new reels feature or like whatever it might be. So that's gonna be my approach. And if you're balancing two different Instagram accounts, then using that collab feature might be a good way for you to do that too. But I'm gonna try to use it sparingly, like only with the most important carousel graphics that I'm really trying to get out to everybody because you don't want every single post you make to be a collab post because that'll just get kind of annoying. 
Another main focus of my Instagram strategy in 2022 is being relatable and vulnerable. I've always preached that you should be vulnerable on Instagram. It allows you to build a deeper relationship with your audience, and it really does set you apart because as cliche as it sounds, we're all unique and being vulnerable is what really is going to show people your uniqueness. I want to continue sharing what being a content creator is truly about, the good and the bad, the burnout, the excitement, all that stuff. And I want to continue sharing more about me as a person, my passions, my interests, Outlander, you know, all that stuff. Over on the Creatorly Media page, we also really want to use that relatability and vulnerability factor too to connect with our audience. This is why memes have been such a strong performer in our feed. We create memes and other posts that our audience relates to firsthand. This is something that we're definitely going to continue doing moving into the new year. So you can see how, depending on whether you're a business brand or a personal brand, you can use that relatable and vulnerable type content. It's just going to be done in a different way. So on my personal page, it's going to mean sharing, you know, personal stories, revelations, that kind of thing, probably paired with a photo or a video of me over on creatorly. It means sharing those kind of funny, vulnerable moments that happen for creators, stuff that's relatable and silly. And we're doing that in the form of a meme. So two different approaches there that you can use depending on what makes sense for your brand. Finally, the last main component of my Instagram strategy for 2022 is going to be the frequency of my posts. If you currently follow my personal brand on Instagram, you might have noticed that my posting consistency has been, well, it, it's been really inconsistent. There, there is no consistency there. I can tell you now that I'm going to commit to posting a few times a week on my personal Instagram, but from my many years of experience, I know that consistency is a struggle for a lot of people, myself included. I would definitely love to post more often and find a schedule that works best for me and all the other facets of my business, but it's also important to balance that mental health side. So just to give you a bit of an insight to my plan for January, I started working ahead in mid-December to get a lot of content planned for January so that I could be really, really consistent, knowing that January is one of my best months for growth historically because a lot of people are setting new goals and kind of starting a new Instagram, starting a new business, that sort of thing. So for January, I actually have five posts per week scheduled. Most of the time, it's like three reels, two pictures, or like four reels, one picture, that kind of thing. Um, some of those pictures, what I mean is some images, some graphics, like feed posts. Um, and that's the frequency that I'm really proud of for January, but it's not something that I'm going to really push myself to hold in February or moving forward. I'm just going to try to figure out what's reasonable for me each month and try not to get too caught up in it. Ideally, I'd be posting three times a week, you know, maybe five times a week if I can, but we'll just see how it goes. Um, and I know that consistency is important. And in the past, I've definitely preached like you need to be consistent or you're not going to ever grow. But like I said earlier in this episode, the priority is always mental health. So you got to keep that in mind. And I would recommend, you know, setting maybe a minimum frequency and then like a stretch frequency. So let's say like, okay, I'm going to post two times a week minimum. Ideally, I'd post five times a week, but I'll just post five times a week when I'm really feeling up to it. And otherwise, I'm just going to try to do my two posts a week. And that way you're not going to burn yourself out on making, you know, what could really be your maximum, your sort of like expectation, because that's a really good way to get frustrated with yourself. And that's not going to help you in the long term. So that's a bit of a ramble on my like approach to frequency this year. Meanwhile, on the creatorly media Instagram, it's really a totally different story. We 
consistently post on the creatorly media page twice per day and that's been you know since we really started in like july of 2021 or so and plan to continue this strategy throughout 2022 because it's worked really well for us it's been you know a reasonable commitment because of the type of content that it is we might switch around the formats a little bit and the positioning slightly like i was talking about before but the goal is definitely to keep up that twice daily posting throughout the coming new year at the end of the day make a plan for 2022 that works best for you but also remember that things change throughout the year in all of our lives. We certainly have learned that over the past two years, unexpected changes could come at any time. So it's okay if your strategy changes too. Don't beat yourself up over it. I still can't believe that we're now in 2022, but I'm actually really pumped about this new year. I'm really excited to leave 2021 behind because let's be real, it was a very, very tough year maybe you relate to that. I think it's been a difficult time for a lot of us. And, you know, obviously I'm under no um, impression that 2022 is going to be perfect, but it's nice to have a little optimism and naivete, is it not? Yes, we'll lean into that for as long as we can. So I hope that you could follow along with the journey of not only the Creatorly Media brand, but also my personal brand, Katie Steckley, throughout 2022. I'm really excited to bring you some super high value episodes here, talking you through my experiences and what I'm learning as I continue to be that little Nancy Drew and investigate and experiment on social media and share those results with all of y'all. So thank you so much for a great year for this podcast in 2021. And I can't wait to join you in this new year. Woohoo! As always, keep on creating and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.